When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Joined today by the one, the only, Taylor Hadley. I'm so happy to be back. I'm happy to have you back. Well, good. I'm glad. We're going to actually ask you to just be on the show Monday through Friday from now on. Can you, can you make that happen? Oh, I don't. Dropping it, dropping it right now. I don't. I don't no. like that very no? much. No? You don't no. like that? No. You don't think you could do five days no. of nonsense with me? <laughs> one no? day of nonsense is tough. Yeah, I know. She was on what? For the first time, like two, three weeks ago, and this first time we've seen her back here you just it needed is, to like yeah. get a breath of fresh air yeah Couldn't i just needed a break no that's <laughs> I, yeah. just needed a break she's like yeah we did one show and i'm like yeah that's <laughs> that's all we're gonna actually do i didn't need to see you for two weeks <laughs> taylor you've been working on a lot obviously asu football uh we're gonna get into hockey here in just a little bit because i got yes. their season opener but you've been working on some stories um, as it relates to sun devil volleyball one yes. of the best programs right now um, not only in the nation but specifically here in the pack just what's it been like obviously writing stories uh, covering that team and then just what what I guess is the vibe around that program right yeah. now. Yeah. Volleyball has been a blast. Um I published a newsletter last Friday. Mm-hmm. So if anybody subscribed to the newsletter, they got a little story that I wrote. Um it's very different being in volleyball yeah. than football. Yeah. Clearly. I mean <laughs> I covered I covered football for a few weeks and and you know it's a packed parking lot. It's a packed Yeah media availability and I'm at volleyball and it was me and one other person. Wow. Um, it's, it's a bummer to see, but it's nothing new. It's nothing yeah. that I, I don't think was unexpected. Yeah. Um, but I mean, for a program that is 17 and one overall, yeah. it's pretty astonishing. Mm-hmm. Um, but this clearly doesn't affect the girls at yeah. all because they're just savages right now. Yeah. The way that they're playing is absolutely ridiculous i know they were starting playing some games in mullet now at dfa Mm -hmm. Uh, this is a team that if you haven't gone and checked out an asu volleyball game yet definitely do your due diligence get out there whether you get your tickets on game time or whatever like go check them out because it's certainly worth it and Mm -hmm. i know know there's a lot of sun devil fans that uh, when they when they talk about being fans and the state of the programs a lot of it is football basketball baseball but there are a lot of really successful programs out there. ASU Swim and Dive, mm-hmm. I think they just uh, were ranked number one in the country in their preseason poll, so that's huge. And then ASU Hockey, ASU Hockey at Mullet tonight, uh, kicking off their season. I know, I want to say last Friday, they absolutely beat down on the Arizona Wildcats, 16 to nothing. I yes. know Damon's over there yeah. in the corner, just not even acknowledging, oh, it's a club team, it's a club team. Doesn't matter. Did you see... I don't know if anybody saw what Greg Powers said, but he said something along the lines of oh, he, he had this just amazing quote about like he didn't care if they were a club team or whatever. And it was it got me ready to run through a, an actual wall, yeah. to be honest yeah. with you. Uh, but go get your tickets. Go check out ASU Hockey. I think tonight is a sellout at Mullet, so I don't know if you're going to be able to get tickets tonight. Um, they play Merrimack tonight and tomorrow. Next week, they got Northern Michigan, then Miami of Ohio. 
So definitely go get your tickets. Check them out. ASU Volleyball, ASU Hockey, Basketball is mm-hmm. right around the corner. I think we're less than a month now till we get to that. But let's talk a little bit ASU football uh, because I know the bye week for a lot of people coming to an end, and some are probably excited to get ASU football back next week, and then there's some that are probably biting their nails like, okay, we (laughs) got to play Washington next week. So that's going to be an absolute blast. But just kind of, we we obviously haven't necessarily chatted on this show about the last couple weeks for ASU football, but how do you think the season has kind of gone thus far leading up to the bye week at 1-5? and I mean... We almost pulled one out there against the Buffs. <laughs> almost. Was, almost. Almost. Um, it, it was exciting for the time being. I think that was the first kind of site of excitement for the team yeah. on top of their USC battle. Yeah. Um, the, what was that? Back-to-back sold out? Back-to-back sold out for the first time in 16 years. Yeah. Huge. I mean, for for as not great as they are <laughs> playing, let me watch for my words. For as not great. Um, I mean... Fans are showing up and they're yeah. they're excited to watch them because there's something there and they're so close to finding it. Yeah. And the fans can tell for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think if Arizona State is going to pull off an upset here in the next few weeks, the last six games of the season, obviously they have a gauntlet, which we've kind of touched on uh, this week. Washington, Oregon, Washington State, UCLA, Utah. There is going to be uh, a need for a handful of players, specifically a trio on offense and a trio on defense to really get this thing going and potentially pull off an upset against a Washington or an Oregon down the stretch. I do want to get to trending up. This week's trending up is going to be slightly different because we're going to go through three players, again, on offense and three on defense that can be the key to Arizona State's success in the final six games of the season. So let's go ahead and see what we got trending up on the offensive side of the ball, looking at none other than quarterback Trenton Borgay. Trenton Borgay obviously holding the keys to Arizona State's success mm-hmm. in the final six games of the season. I think it's going to provide a little bit of stability now. Last week, the second week that the ASU offense kind of ran through Borgay, we saw what he was capable of doing last season. And the funny thing is they've got a bye week this week. They've got Michael Penix Jr. in Washington coming to town next week. Arizona State being the final team, or the last team rather, to beat Washington. They did it last year. So I think Borgay is going to be the guy for the Sun Devils moving forward that is really going to need to provide not only on the field high level of play, but I think in the locker room, this is a guy that's going to, again, need to kind of step up and be that leader moving Mm -hmm. forward. Absolutely, yeah. I think going through the transition that the offense did with quarterbacks and now kind of finding a home in Borgay is huge, and he's kind of got his feet wet, and he's the go-to guy now for the team. So I think confidence is greatly instilled in him and i think that i think that he has something to show for sure yeah no that confidence you bring it up is a, is a really solid point and the fact of the matter is like this guy is no stranger to being kind of pushed into these types of situations with your backs with your back against the wall mm-hmm. so i think if there was a quarterback on the roster to be in this spot i think it is trenton borgay that can help again provide some consistency moving forward but it's not just Trenton Borgay right a lot of it has to do with the skill guys that are on this Arizona State roster and that's where we get to the second guy that is going to be a big part of ASU's success moving forward wide receiver Xavier Guillory obviously anytime the Sun Devils roll out um, it is Elijah Badger it is Cam Scadaboo it is Jalen Conyers Xavier Guillory was a guy that we talked a lot about in the offseason as a guy who could potentially be one of the surprises of the Arizona State season, and he hasn't necessarily lived up to the height 
the hype just yet. And I think a lot of that has to do with just some of the inconsistencies on offense. Obviously, Bo Baldwin was calling plays early on. Mm -hmm. Now you've got Kenny. And then the quarterback situation jumping from Rashada to Pine to Conover to Borgay. It, it is really led to, I think, for him, just some inconsistencies. But similar to Borgay, now with him kind of leading that offense going out there, on Saturdays, I think Xavier Guillory is in a prime position uh, where there's not a lot of the defenses that are going to be game planning against a guy like Xavier Guillory. Like we said, it's Elijah Badger and Jalen mm -hmm. Conyers. I think this will be his opportunity to really make that jump and, and prove himself to be a, a dominant weapon on yeah. this offense. Yeah, I think it's it's huge for him. I mean, he already has one touchdown, yeah. 222 yards for not playing as their main person yeah. necessarily. I think just finding somebody besides Scadaboo who can <laughs> who can kind of commemorate some offense for the team is huge. And if he can contribute in any way, it, it would be a life difference. Yeah. So absolutely. You gotta you gotta get some of the pressure off Scat, man. Yes. I, I know what he's done has been it, nothing short of remarkable through the first six games, being able to run the ball, throw the ball, catch the ball, punt the ball for this team. He is <laughs> quite literally the definition of a Swiss army knife for for Kenny Dillingham's devil so far. But I, I think to your point, it is crucial if this team wants to find a way to go pull off an upset against an AP top 25 team, it's going to take more than scat. It's going to take a guy kind of kind of in the shadows uh, and a guy like Xavier Guillory to, to really help ASU do that. And I, I think a big part of the, the way that the Sun Devils have played this season, and you talk about fall camp, maybe some of the question marks, a lot of that had to do with the offensive line. And that brings us to the third guy, um, on offense that can really help this team succeed in the back half of their year. And that is none other than offensive lineman Bram Walden. Walden playing a little bit of left tackle with the injury to Asaya Glass this season. Uh, a little bit of a younger guy, obviously transferring over from Oregon to Arizona State. During fall camp, it wasn't looking like he was going to be a guy in the starting rotation. But here we are, obviously due to injuries, Walden has had to step up. And there's nothing more key to an offense, I think, in terms of stability outside of a quarterback than a left tackle. And you've got a young guy in Bram Walden that can obviously be that guy. He could be the linchpin of an offensive line that has struggled at times. I think Walden uh, played really well against Colorado in that first half. I think it was the best game that the offensive line had actually put together from a unit perspective in that first half against Colorado. But moving forward, there are going to be some some dominant guys on the defenses that Arizona State has to play in Oregon, Washington, Washington State, mm -hmm. UCLA. We know has a dominant defense as well. And I think something that Sean and I have talked about is for Walden to get these reps this season is not only going to be important, but being a young guy with a lot of eligibility left, I think getting those snaps is going to be crucial to his success, his growth, and honestly the the improvement of the Arizona State offensive line, not just this year, but really moving forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think growing just a stellar offensive lineman yeah. is huge for the program. He's young. Like you said, he's a freshman. So if we can grow him and, and have him for the next four years, yeah. then it will be huge for our program in the future. Um, you know, O-line, it's very important to have stellar guys on that because Borgay is so fresh. Yeah. Um, you know, he needs that extra time. He needs that extra second to kind of get, get the ball off and get the play going. So having a big, a big O-line is huge. Yeah, and I, I think that's something that, you know, Arizona State moving forward, obviously outside of this season, kind of putting a pin in, in what we're talking about, just moving forward, I think that's something that fans want to see is they want to see this team built through the trenches. Obviously, the skill guys are fun to have, but 
you win, you lose those games with the guys up front offensively and defensively. And I think we've seen the impact that it's had on the defensive side of the ball and guys in BJ Green, Clayton Smith, et cetera. Um, and I think that is something moving forward that this ASU offense could definitely utilize moving forward. Before we get to the defensive guys that can definitely make an impact for Arizona State, I want to tell you a little bit about our friends over at FOCO. This is like the first show all week where I haven't wore the, the Diamondbacks straw hat. It has slowly become my favorite thing to put on in the office. It might just be my favorite thing in the office, but Studio B, Studio A, we have a bunch of awesome little knickknacks and gadgets and bobbleheads and all great stuff brought to you guys by FOCO. They have the best officially licensed gear for all sports and fandoms. And if you didn't know, the Arizona Diamondbacks are a wagon, and it is still baseball season. So go get yourself an Aloha shirt, a straw hat, a polo, a bag, anything you need for the Diamondbacks postseason run. FOCO always has our back for Arizona sports, and they have yours too. Get the best gear around by visiting www.foco.com and using code PHNX. For all non-presale items, use that promo code PHNX for 10% off. Danielle, I totally forgot to do this, but how are you doing today? I Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I was not well on, uh, what day was it, Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, your shoulder. Uh, oh, my shoulder's fine. I, uh, yeah, whatever. I'm fine. But, uh, <laughs> oh, man, that game was... That game was something. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if anyone watching has seen it yet or listening on audio, but... Danielle is quite possibly the fastest person in Arizona. Wow. Yeah, alive. Quite literally, she outran Corbin Carroll. Oh, yes. Um, and that, to this day, is one of the best videos that I have seen from anybody that works here. I'll so, get that video up. So I got you. She's like, yes. I have got this, this moment. ready to <laughs> roll. While, da while Danielle finds uh, her best impression of Tyree Kill, I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about Splash Sports. PHNX has a weekly Pick X and NFL Survivor contest for everyone to participate for real money, which means you guys can play against us. And you're not going to take my money because I'm going to beat you, but you could take Damon's money, which is always a really fun thing to do, which the sports books do that pretty much on the daily. So this is how you guys are going to enter. Head to splashsports.com slash PHNX. The link is in the description, and you guys can sign up, deposit cash to get started, and it's just $5 to enter. PHNX weekly NFL Pick'em contest and PHNX Survivor contest. The more who enter, the larger the prizes, guys. And it's kind of like the lottery. If you don't play, you can't win. So head to splashboards.com slash PHNX to join in. We'll have different contests coming out. So we are stoked to compete with and mainly against all of you guys. Be sure to click our link in the description. All right, Danielle, we still working on, on getting your 40-yard your dash time? Or We're, what? Getting We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there? Okay. Well, in the meantime, let's go ahead and, and talk about the Arizona State defense here for a second because this has been – a, a group that has been wildly surprising, I think, from a fan perspective, um, from from my perspective. And I think there's a lot of media out there that covered this team in the spring and the fall. And they saw what Brian Ward and this defensive staff were putting together. And it was something that was kind of sold, right? The idea that this is going to be a chaos-driven, um, a, a pressure-driven group. And you've seen that. B.J. Green, third in the nation uh, in terms of quarterback pressures. Obviously, Prince Dorba, a guy with six sacks in six games. The linebackers have played well, obviously, despite the injuries. Will Schaefer entering the transfer portal. Mm -hmm. uh, but this Arizona State defense, Taylor, I think it's something that's really kept them in game so far. Absolutely, yeah. I agree. I think being able to hold your opponent to, you know, a 
moderately low score <laughs> depending, for them. Depending which Dep- game we're talking. Depending on the game, absolutely. <laughs> um, I mean, if, if you can't perform offensively, then your defense has to step yeah. up. And that's kind of where we were for the first um, couple games of the season. Yeah. So so they stepped up and, and they continue to step up while offense is kind of working on it and uh, improving. Yeah. I think if there's one thing that we'd like to see in terms of growth and fans – uh, can definitely chime in on this is you want to see this defense find ways to force turnovers mm-hmm. to get takeaways I was on the high point with Jalen last night talking a little bit about it right where it's like some of it is turnover luck and some of it is just being in the right place at the right time I think the excuse now of we need time to to get the system is kind of behind us you can't use that excuse anymore we're six weeks six games uh, through the season and now you're on the back half and the the competition doesn't get any easier right you've got five of your six opponents um, through the rest of the season are in the AP top 25. I believe all five of the six that are ranked are actually higher than 20. Uh, and then you obviously got Oregon and Washington in there, which are certainly going to be some difficult, difficult games. Before we go ahead and get to those three players that are going to be key to Arizona State's defensive success moving forward, Danielle, we've got it. Oh, we got it. All we've right, here it. we go. Okay. We ready? Okay. Okay, so you can so, see me. Let's see, where are you here? And then we turn on the Jets right over here. Corbin is sprinting. Hey. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Look at you going stride for stride with Corbin Carroll. Hey, hey, how many people can say they've beaten Corbin Carroll in a dead sprint to the pool at Chase Field? Uh, it's literally not. It's, it's literally just me. <laughs> <laughs> Things you absolutely love to see. Put that on the list. Also put the fact that we would love to see a guy in Clayton Smith. That's going to be our first one on trending up. Clayton Smith coming off the edge for Arizona State. I think in terms of the pass rushers that Arizona State has, right, we already touched on on BJ Green and Prince Dorba a little bit. A guy in Clayton Smith who is truly one of the, he's just, he's built like a freak. Like he, he is built to come off the edge. He's built to be a, a prototypical edge guy. He's got the speed. Obviously dealing with some injuries at the start of the season. A guy that I believe, if, I, if I'm correct, was ejected at one point um, for targeting. So like he's had a rocky first six games. But I think in the back half, there is going to be a lot of attention on guys like BJ Green and Prince Dorba. I think a guy like Clayton Smith can truly be a difference maker. Just again, with the speed that he brings off the edge. You look at the linebacker group, uh, just in terms of Trey Brown being injured. We don't know how long he's going to be out. Will Schaefer obviously entering the transfer portal. Um, some other inexperienced guys at that linebacker position. Now I know Clay uh, Clayton's not necessarily playing linebacker, but to provide some some consistency and a guy that can certainly shift around the field, I think is going to be crucial for this team. And let's be honest, Taylor, like the defense is going to perform well as long as you are getting sacks. I think Clayton Smith can be the guy that could potentially start to force some turnovers for this team. Absolutely, yeah. And speaking of sacks. Last week, he was charged with 0.5 of a sack yeah. against Sanders. Yeah, just um, And I mean, I think that's that's got to be your claim to fame a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Um, if that's not going to hype you up, getting getting a sack against that guy, then, yeah. then I don't know what is. Yeah, no, absolutely. You got to use that as fuel moving forward, right? Even though it's just a half sack, taking that to the next level, going and get yourself a two, three, even four sack game. If Clayton Smith mm-hmm. got a four sack game, I would lose my mind yes but i'd also lose my mind if roe torrance got himself an interception that is the second player on trending up on the defensive side of the ball this is one of the highly touted corners that 
going into this season, Rowe was supposed to be the guy, right? He was supposed to be the guy that Brian Ward could look to on the defensive side of the ball and say, we're going to put you out there on an island with the team's best wide receiver and you do what you do. This season, it, it hasn't necessarily been that, right? You saw that Colorado game. You saw Shador Sanders go down the field in a minute with, I, I believe it was a 40-yard bomb. Um, and it was against Roe Torrance, whether that be a lapse in coverage, a miscue, a miscommunication. Regardless, Roe hasn't necessarily been um, that guy for the Arizona State defense. If he turns into that guy for the Sun Devils, I think that would just, again, boost what this defense has already accomplished this season. Um, and let's be real. Rose, a guy that has NFL aspirations, being a, a 6'3", prototypical-sized corner, I think if he wants to continue that, if he wants to find himself in the NFL draft conversation, he's got to have a, a really solid back half of the season for mm -hmm. ASU. Yeah, he's already dialed 20 tackles this yeah. season, um, which is, I mean, undeniable. Corner, I think, is probably from – an outside perspective, one of the most challenging yeah. positions oh, you yeah. can play. Um, and I mean, he's stepped up so far with with the time that he's been given. And 20 tackles is huge for what, six games? Yeah. So I mean, I think he's got it, he's got it in him. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you you look at one of the things that I, I wish wasn't the case is the fact that I believe Chris Edmonds is leading the team in tackles and Shamari's not far behind him. Obviously, you mentioned Roe with 20. Mm -hmm. I'd love it if our our defensive backs weren't the ones leading the team in tackles. I'd love it if it was some of the defensive linemen or the linebackers, which brings us to the third guy here on Trending Up, none other than linebacker Tate Romney himself. We've touched on Trey Brown. We've touched on Will Schaefer. Obviously, guys like Tate Romney are going to be called upon with this unit being depleted, um, whether that be because of guys entering the transfer portal or guys you know, like a Juju Mitchell being kicked off the team or a Trey Brown who's dealing with injury. Tate Romney, another young guy on this team, kind of like Bram Walden in a sense on the other side of the ball, that these reps are going to be crucial for him this year, but they're obviously going to be crucial for him moving forward. A guy in Tate Romney who some people think could be Kyle Sully 2.0 for this Sun Devil defense. Obviously, in the middle of this defense, he's the heartbeat for Brian Ward's scheme. It runs through the linebackers, and you are going to absolutely need Tate Romney to be playing his best football over these last six games of the season if it's going to mean Arizona State finds a way to get another win. Yeah. I mean, 30 tackles, three pass defense. Yeah. Huge for the true freshman out of Arizona. I mean, he's he's making his way, and he has so much room to grow. Yeah. Again, like you said, we have had we have a pretty young team relatively, yeah. pretty inexperienced, but— I think once we build off of this year and off of this season, it's it's only up. Yeah, I think, yeah. Tate Romney, again, and you, you can look across. There, there are other guys not on the trending up, like a CJ fight on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, another really young, promising talent that is just going to be called upon at this point in the season to go cause havoc, right? You're dealing with injuries. Everybody's dealing with injuries. Now, I know the, the luck feels like it's been uh, against Arizona State, for a while now, but it's going to be up to some of those younger guys offensively as well, right? To go out there and really go create havoc and go score some damn points because Kenny has said it time and again, nobody cares. Nobody cares about the fact that Arizona State is on their fourth quarterback. Nobody cares that they've lost X amount of games or that they haven't beaten an FBS team since when. Like, nobody cares. Just go out there and win. And that's that's what fans want to see, right? There are a lot of fans that don't care about the 
the bamboo analogy of this team's growing something or the culture shift or etc. Right? They want to see dubs. They want to see wins. And you are going to have to start putting up wins. Otherwise, it's going to result in people not showing up to these games. It's going to result um, in just a downward morale for this program. And that's not something that you want to see, especially in year one of a rebuild with Kenny Dillingham. And I think that's something that people need to almost remind themselves of. Right, This is year one of a rebuild. This is the roster that Kenny Dillingham inherited. Got to give it some time for these guys, Kenny's guys, to actually get here um, and make some noise. Obviously, this is a team that accomplished a lot in the transfer portal. We'll see what they can kind of take on uh, through these last six games of the season. Again, against Washington, UCLA, Washington State, Oregon. They're not going to be favored in, in, in any of these games. I think the only one, realistically, that people are going to think that they have a shot in is that Arizona game at the end of the year, the territorial cup, it's a rivalry. Anything can happen before we move on. Guys I want to tell you a little bit about our friends over at shady rays, shady rays, always keeping me ready. Whether this be for, for going outside for going to practice or even doing a show indoors, shady rays are so great that as long as there is light somewhere, you should be rocking their shades. You can shop the entire collection at their brand new location. The Carolyn commons, a full stop shop, for all things Shady Rays, and if you don't love your Shady Rays, you can exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use that code PHNX for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Now, Taylor, we got college football tomorrow. No Arizona State, obviously. Mm -hmm. So, Sandoval fans, you can breathe, you can exhale, you can sit on your couch, maybe get some snacks, and go get yourself some OGs, okay? You can enjoy college football with OGs. You can actually enjoy just about anything with OGs. You could be baking a cake, use OGs. You could be reading a book, OGs. You could be watching a movie, OGs, okay? Literally, the experience is awesome, and the flavors are are even better. They got watermelon. They got orange creamsicle. They got peaches and cream. They got peach. They got red apple. They have it all over at OG's. Check out our family at OG's brands for yourself and try one or a few of their many delicious flavors. Check them out across all socials at OG'sBrands.com and online at OG'sBrands.com to find them at a local dispo near you. You do got to be 21 plus to enjoy responsibly. Hi, Taylor. It's Friday. Okay? It is Friday. So you know what that means. It's the only reason I'm here. It's time to talk nonsense because it's hot or not. Danielle, I know we're not running the sliders, but who's hot this week? In your personal opinion, you don't got to pick just one or us. Who who in the office has just been hot this week? Who, well, I mean, you got to go with Taylin. Yeah. She's here. She's she's here. She's killing it. Look at that. Look Man. at that. We don't have a slider. We Thanks, don't have a slider Danielle. yet for you, but in Danielle's eyes. You are hot this week, oh, which it means a lot. Thanks. It means a lot. It means a lot. Because I do put a lot of thought into these. Nah, nah, she does. Oh, yeah. All right. All what right. is the first topic All that right. we got today? First topic. It is Friday the 13th. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. Ooh. It is October. It's spooky season, baby. Uh, so, that in mind, hot or not, people who say you're too old to trick or treat. Ooh. People. Okay. So, just to clarify... Are we talking people who say that you're too old or just trick-or-treating when you're old? Uh, we'll just go trick-or-treating when you're old. Trick-or-treating when you're old. Is okay. there an age limit to trick-or-treating? Yes. 
Yes, there is. Yeah. Yeah, there is. So it's it's cold. Trick-or-treating when you're old is cold because you have – yeah. I can't – if I'm giving out candy and you're like 35 coming to my door in, a, in like a princess costume, like go home. Like we're not – we're not doing that. Like – Come I mean, on, this for the kids. Thirty-five is crazy. This for the children. Okay, like twenty, what, twenty-five? That's still don't don't come get. Candy. I was thinking like twenty-one. I was like thinking like high grade. school. I was thinking like high school. Can you maybe, imagine a thirty-five-year-old? Maybe like <laughs> be like <laughs> trick or treat. Like, be like, what are you doing here, dude? I'm like, oh, what are you dressed? Like you pay your fucking taxes. What are you coming here <laughs> to get candy? <sighs> I I do have a friend that's like four ten who could probably pull that off. So but, we're talking uh, like high school age. I'm talking like high school age. I still I think, think that's not maybe hot. maybe no. freshman in college. Oh no no no! no. Oh, I no. think the cutoff is is like eighth grade. Even eighth and grade might be pushing that's it. That's tilty a little bit. Eighth grade might be pushing it to go out and trick or treat. That was the last time. I To went be honest with you, I don't think I trick or treated when I was in eighth grade. I, I think the last time legitimately that I trick or treated was probably like fifth grade. I think eighth grade was when I could finally go by myself with my friends. Mm. So that was like probably creating nonsense, but. I'm just not a big candy person, to be honest with you. Well, that's psycho behavior. That is not psycho behavior. I'm not a big candy person either. The okay. last, so you're outnumbered. Okay, this okay. this doesn't make me sound great. Totally, you're hot this week. Now. A, <laughs> no. This, this, what? So I say I don't like candy. I would like to just be honest with everybody. I did eat an entire bag of peach rings yesterday. Um, but outside of that, I haven't had candy in like a long time, like a long time, like years, like legit years. What do you do? Do you, are you a popcorn guy at the movie theater? I usually don't get anything. Are you movie. kidding me? I just get like a water, maybe like the the chicken tenders, bro. I, I don't know. I don't. You're the guy sitting next to me who's eating chicken tenders in the movie oh, theater. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my. absolutely. God, absolutely. I, hate I will you. stand on that hill. <laughs> movie food is awesome. Okay, don't hate on people that like movie food, Taylor. No, movie food like. Like nachos or like a pretzel. So what's wrong with but chicken tenders? You don't like chicken tenders? Come, you sit next to me. You got your ranch. You got a plate Hell of chicken yeah. tenders. Hell no. yeah. No. And I'm ready for the movie. No. I'm ready for the movie. Look, You're if crunching I, next if to I'm me. If I'm on the OGs, then the experience is slightly different. Then I get the candy. <laughs> I get the meal. I get all the drink. I get me a little Slurpee. Slurpee. Get all the things. Mm. So This is a very pro tendies show. Yeah, this is I'm a very pro-tendies show. <laughs> we are pro-tendies here, okay? Just just to make I sure. I love a good We candy. went from I'm like just... Halloween to we're just talking candy now. Yeah. What's the second topic, Daniel? Second topic. All right. We're, we're, staying, we're staying on the spooky spooky theme here. I like it. Uh, hot or not, decorating for Halloween before October? <clears throat> no. That's a cry for help. Oh, man. It's a cry for help? It's a cry for help. Hey, Petey, real quick. Do you? How do you feel about decorating, like, ho- like just for the holidays prior to the month of that? No, October first. That's when you're allowed to do it. Yep. And it has to come down like November first. Well, yeah, well, ours will be down Halloween at Halloween. Midnight. Halloween midnight. Twelve o'clean If you're done picking, I'm cleaning up. Okay, so I'm gonna expose my family here a little bit. My mom's had Christmas trees uh, up for the entire year, uh, and she's had three of them up the entire year because my mom loves Christmas. So. Based off of just the way that I grew up like that, usually the decorations are always up. They're not like Halloween. They're not like just Thanksgiving. They're not Christmas. Like when we hit September, those decorations are up like for the rest of the year. So like I'm going to say it's hot. Like who doesn't love a theme? Like everybody, if, if you don't like themes, first off, you got a problem. Second of all, who am I to be like, yeah, you want to like have a spider up in November? By all means. You want to have a Christmas tree up in July? Sure. Why not? Like who cares? I feel like I've I've turned into the old 
the old person driving through the neighborhood when I see Christmas lights up and it's like February. Really? And I'm like, are you kidding me? Really? Yes. Okay. How do you, again, because here's the thing. Christmas is so magical that I want to live in the moment during Christmas. But once it's over, I am so upset. I don't want to see it. (sighs) I'm going to expose myself here. I had my Christmas tree up until like March this year. Um, not because like I'm a big Christmas person. I just didn't feel like taking it down. Yeah, that shit that takes effort, man. Was takes it a effort. real it's Christmas more, it's... tree? No, See, it was fake. It was. I'm fake. gonna expose my boyfriend because he got. We're just ex- a lot of but a lot of exposing here. He got a real Christmas tree, and it was up for a year and a half. They that's watered a, that thing. That's a fire hazard. It was. That's crazy. quite literally very hot. That's quite crazy. literally. Hot. All right, what's the last topic we got? All right, last topic. Um, I'm going to Disneyland next week. Oh, hell yeah. (gasps) Yeah, first time in like seven years. I'm so excited. Hell yeah. Uh, So the one spooky thing they have there, the Haunted Mansion. Mm. Is the ride hot or not? Okay. Girl. (sighs) Did you watch the movie, the new movie? I did not. It is so good. (sighs) This is is tough for me. This is tough for me because look, I love Disneyland as much as the next person, but I'm like a I'm like a roller coasters You're person. Thrilled, I don't like the rides. Like, don't stick me on like it's a small world. Then don't go to Disneyland. Go to like. But I want to go to Disneyland. Go to like somewhere else. Go to just go somewhere else. Yeah. Go to like Six Flags. So, yeah. Somewhere else doesn't have the magic. But he doesn't like the magic, or else he would like the. I like Mansion the magic, ride. but like I don't like the rides. I'm just bored. I'm just bored, and look, it's also like. If I had, like, a kid to take on these rides, then it'd be like, oh, that's probably, you know, like, you, you can you can make a memory out of it. I'm 26 by myself going on, like, what? The Winnie the Pooh ride? Like You don't you don't have that kid in you that you need. I got that dog. I got that dog. I got that dog. <laughs> no, I don't have, like, a little mini me to, like, go take to some of these things. So it might be, it might be slightly different. Now, are you allowed to drink at Disneyland? Yeah. California Adventure, you are. California, and but I, Disneyland, I, you can't. I think recently that changed. Restaurants, I'm, you can. So you could just get smacked at a restaurant though and go. Yes. Okay, well then that might change it up. I might have to do that. I might have to get a little tipsy at Disneyland and then go check out like it's a small world. I will say on <laughs> and during Halloween and Christmas season, they change it to Nightmare Before Christmas. They do. They do. I don't, I don't know, know if I've ever been on that ride outside of like Halloween time. To be honest with you. Because I've, I've, I went one time on Halloween and I went one time on Christmas. So you've only been for Nightmare Before Christmas? Yeah. That's fair. But it was it was hot then. It's cool. That yeah. shit was awesome. I don't see, for me, Haunted Mansion, regular time, not. No. Uh, Halloween, super hot. It's so much fun. Yeah. That's fair. I can't, I mean, I can't complain, to be honest with you. It's Disneyland. Disneyland's pretty hot regardless. It's, yeah. It's magical, right? It's magical. It's the happiest place on earth. I will say, I think um, Splash Mountain can be kind of scary depending on if that's your vibe or not. Splash, well, you don't like roller coasters. And that's no, not even a roller coaster. No, not scary. Like, I'm scared of drops, but the animatronics are terrifying. Oh, you're talking about the animatronics. You're not even talking about the ride. No. No. You scared, are you, like, scared of the Easter Bunny? I, yeah, I was. Really? I didn't, I didn't like costumes or, like... You're like my little brother. People my little brother costumes. was the same exact way. Yeah. He was like freaking out. I start crying when you see like Mickey Mouse or something. Yeah. I was yeah. that way. Yeah. I was that way as a kid. Have you Why? ever seen the country bears at Disneyland? Terrifying. So Horrifying. scary. I can't believe those are still a thing. 
Yeah, I couldn't do it. Uh, my so when I was a kid, my both my parents would have to distract me as we were going by characters. Yeah. So yeah, not not a big not a big mascot fan. Huh. Well, they might not be mascot fans, but everybody here is a fan of Bet MGM. Guys, they've got a sweet offer for you guys where you can literally get free money. Okay, download the Bet. MGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android or visit betmgm.com and sign up with code PHNX. Sign up and deposit at least $10 in your newly created account. Place a wager in the amount of at least $10 at standard odds price a qualifying bet. And once you place a qualifying bet, you guys are going to receive $200 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your wager. Quite literally free money. Guys, sign up for BetMGM. Again, use that bonus code PHNX. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app of at least $10, and you guys are going to receive that $200 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details, and now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369-NEW YORK. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. Ontario. Thank you, Danielle. I really appreciate you chiming in. Taylor clearly didn't get the memo to chime in. Well, now you know. Okay. Anytime the word Ontario is said, it's got to be Ontario. Okay. Yeah, it's absolutely have to be Ontario. Okay. Also, before we get out of here, real quick for you guys, you are eight days away now from the Out of the Darkness walk. On Saturday, October 21st, we are going to join thousands of teams across the country for the Out of the Darkness community walk. An event co-chaired by one of our very own PHNX diehards that raises money for suicide prevention programs, unites those who have been affected by suicide, and helps create communities that are smart about mental health. You guys can join us in person at Salt River Fields at Talking Stick at 9 a.m. on the 21st or show your support virtually. Join Team PHNX by hitting the link in our description and help us hit our fundraising goal if you guys are able. Also, head over. To gophnx.com, sign up to become a diehard because you're going to get to read phenomenal content that Taylor's writing, that Gerald is writing, that Jesse is writing. Yes. All of the amazing stuff that we have over on the website. Not only do we have killer content, but we also got some killer merch for you guys as well. Head to the locker, go get yourself maybe a PHNX Diamondbacks wagon t shirt, go get yourself a Cardinals t shirt, or hey, if you're here for ASU. Go snag yourself a PHNX Sun Devil shirt, too. Okay, we got it all. Yes. New t-shirt dropping on the D-Back show. Right now. Right now. Okay, head over to PHNX Diamondbacks right after this is over and go check out the brand new t-shirt that's going to be over there. In the meantime, guys, we appreciate everybody hopping in. Leave a like on your way out. Hit that subscribe button. Maybe hit the dinger for the notifications so you know when we go live. We appreciate you again. If you enjoyed it, you can follow the program at PHNX underscore son of You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. Taylor, where can everybody follow you? You can follow me at Taylor H11. Oh, I was expecting more. Ta- uh, Taylor H11. That's it for everything. Yeah. Oh, that's it for everything? Yeah. Oh, let's go. Keep it simple. Danielle? <laughs> follow me at Abracadanielle on Twitter. Uh, I'm waiting for you to change it. I'm waiting for you to change it to like something <laughs> far less complicated that I will actually it's, remember. That, so I, I will say something. There is only one person on earth that has gotten the reference first one try. And it know. is Espo's sister. 
Espo system. Espo, it is a very obscure Adventure Time reference. I wow. am a big Adventure Time fan. Oh. Um, so yeah, only one person got it. Uh, follow me at Danny Shoot Sports on Instagram. See my stuff. Uh, and yeah, love it, love it, love it, love it, guys. We will be back on Monday. Arizona State game week against the Washington Huskies. So we'll have everything you need and more on that. Like we said, head over to PHNX underscore Diamondbacks right now. We will see you Monday. And in the meantime, go Devils.